Hello, and welcome to Cornerstones Cares, a podcast produced by Cornerstones of Care to contribute to a healthier, more productive community. My name is Carol Grimaldi, and I am Manager of Community Engagement and Advocacy for Cornerstones of Care. Cornerstones of Care partners with children, young adults, and families to achieve safety and health through six key service areas, education, mental and behavioral health, foster care and adoption, youth support, family support, and community training. Cornerstones of Care is proud of its educational programs, including the schools we run on our Ozanam and Gillis campuses and in Blue Springs. But in this edition of Cornerstones Cares, we are going to talk about the support we provide in schools other than our own. Through BIST, the Behavior Intervention Support Team, we help teachers and parents work effectively with children who struggle with behavior issues at school or at home. I want to introduce Marty Hewitt, Director of BIST for Cornerstones of Care, who leads a team of consultants who do a lot of work in Missouri and Kansas, as well as Nebraska, Illinois, and Colorado. Welcome, Marty. Thank you, Carol. Marty, I'm just going to start with the BIST mission to help teachers, administrators, parents, and students learn techniques to affect positive change and create a healthy learning environment for all. What does that mean? Well, what we do is we will go into schools and work with educators, the adult community in the schools, to have a better and more cohesive philosophy in working with kids who struggle behaviorally. Our goal is that kids can achieve and experience the success of which they're worthy in their home community schools. And so in order to do that, adults must be committed to and continuously work at having a common philosophy about how we support, how we address, and how we help students grow. There is that philosophy you mentioned, and what is involved in that? Within the philosophy of BIST, there are two foundational cornerstones. One is grace, the other is accountability. And Grace is the relationship, and I think, Carol, all educators tend to know that relationships with students are critical. However, what happens frequently is we coach relationship, but we don't coach how to go beyond the relationship. So grace is the unconditional relationship. I accept, I as the adult, accept you, the student, for who you are, the problems you have, the pain you may have, the needs you may have. However, what I don't do is accept out-of-bounds behavior because my job is to coach you on how to stay in-bounds in order to achieve success. The other foundational cornerstone is accountability. And I think, Carol, one of the things we miss frequently, not only in schools but sometimes in our society, is how to truly be accountable for our actions. And so accountability is really in every situation we're going to problem-solve in order to learn and grow. And our goal as the adults is to help students, when they make mistakes, be able to look at those mistakes and partner with the adult so that the adult can coach them on how to grow and make different choices in the future. So Cornerstones of Care has been doing this for a while. How did BIST come about? I have been with BIST since 1997. My understanding is it it was founded in 89.90. Uh, Nancy Osterhaus was one of the original developers of BIST, and at that time, what she was looking at was um, how do schools, public schools, help children stay within their home community as opposed to if they struggle at a significant level being sent outside of their home community school, and 
1989-90, she went out into public schools and started talking to teachers about creating a common philosophy. And I think good teachers already know how to work with kids, but what happens is when we each are kind of in our own silos, once we get emotional, our good judgment about children often becomes impaired. And so she started in 1989-90, and it has grown since then. And you had just said you're, you've been with BIS now for more than 20 years. Absolutely. I started in 1997. And how has the program evolved in the t- since its founding? or What have you seen change over 20 years? What I have seen change over 20 years, and it's really based on um, what, how we see teachers respond to the information we give them. What I feel like has happened is, one, we've grown in our um, regional support. Um, We've grown from just being mainly a Kansas City model to throughout five or six states. Also, I think we have evolved because at the time we started, there was not the same level of accountability around academics that there is at this point in education. And so we've had to become more intentional and smarter about how we coach teachers on supporting kids with their behavior while they're still able to provide their academic support. What kind of results have you seen? We have seen some pretty amazing results, Carol. One of the things I will say is that schools that probably function at the highest with this philosophy are schools where leadership is just as invested as teachers. And it is a community model. And when I say community, I'm really probably specifically speaking to the adult community in the school systems, the teachers, the staff, the the principal. And the results come when that is a unified community and when that community is willing to continually go back and revisit the philosophy. Because as I said initially, BIST is a philosophy. However, it's hard to put a philosophy in place if you don't have structures to go with it. And if there isn't the investment for re-energizing and reviewing the philosophy, what happens is it becomes a logistical model. At the time it becomes a logistical model, the results begin to diminish because then it becomes more of a punitive model as opposed to a teaching and protecting model. Wow. So in all your experience working in classrooms and working with teachers or school administrators, What is the single biggest mistake or counterproductive action you have seen? I think you've touched on it. but Well, I would say that I think um, a lot of times in education we have this overriding unspoken message that um, teachers, when kids misbehave, shouldn't take things personally. And therefore we um, minimize the emotion that goes into teaching and working hard with children. And I think what we have to do is recognize that there's a lot of emotion involved in working with children, in particular children who struggle behaviorally. And we have to begin to, once we recognize that, what we have to do is teach teachers and adults in the community how to respond to students without emotion. Because as we know, humans mirror emotion. And once a teacher uses emotion in addressing a student, then we undermine the student's ability to look at themselves and be accountable. So I I would say probably one of the biggest mistakes I see individually for adults is using emotion. And usually that happens when we let a behavior go on too long. Wow. How many schools do you think you're working with? Presently, I would say we work in 
at different levels of support. We probably work with right around 400 schools right now. And that translates to about how many students? I would say, and this is an estimate, Carol, but I would say maybe 400 to 500,000 students. That is impressive. So the work isn't limited to just the classroom either. How do you work with families? We work with families um, <clears throat> both through the school system and minimally through foster care. But our work with families is and we're trying to grow this area, Carol, but our work with families is done mainly through the schools, and we invite schools to bring parents in, um, in particular parents who have children that struggle, and partner with them in a way to that they can have the same philosophy at home that we're teaching the school to have, and that philosophy being let's problem solve as opposed to punish. Do you have a favorite story of how BIST has helped a ch child or a family? Well, I have a pretty incredible job because I get to go in and watch kind of from a bird's eye view and not have to be involved in the hard work and the emotion. And it is amazing to me, Carol, over the 21 years, the number, the high level of commitment I've seen from educators and the number of children that have been positively impacted by that. So I have numerous stories. One of my probably most recent favorite stories is about a young man. He was a fifth, he's a fifth grader, soon to be a sixth grader. And we were able to, I say we, I wasn't part of that, but his school community was able to restrict him. And we know that the restrictions can only be done in conjunction with the relationship if they're going to work. They were able to restrict him from what he couldn't manage, which was being around his fifth grade peers, and begin to teach him how to respond in a respectful way, how to lead others in a positive way. And when I last saw him, it was March of this past spring, he is now what they call a skill coach, and he coaches other students in the building on how to be mad and make good choices. And I interviewed him, and he was able to say that he knows it's important um, for him to make good choices because he's a coach. And I, in April, I spoke with his school community about him, and they said the number one thing they see that is different about him is the fact that he's happy. That's a complete 180. It was a 180, and that young man is so bright and so talented, and he's produced about four rap songs oh. that that his school community has sent to me, so I've been able to, via Skype and so on, technology, be a part of his, outside part of his life. I want to thank you for your time, Marty, for coming by to tell us about Cornerstones of Care's Behavioral Intervention Support Team, or BIS. If anyone wants to know more about it, wants to maybe look at it for their own school if they hear this podcast, what should they do? Well, we have a website, bist.org, and they can go on our website. They can also contact our office. And to be really honest, Carol, at this point, what might be the most effective way to contact us is on our website. We have email addresses, and my email address is listed on there. So if they're looking for further information about what supports we could provide to schools and families, that would be probably the, the starting point. All right, that's bis.org. 
Again, I want to thank you, Marty, and I hope you, we can have you back with teachers or parents or others you've worked with. And so we've been talking with Marty Hewitt, Director of Cornerstones of Care's Behavioral Health Intervention Program, or BIST. For more information about all of Cornerstones of Care's services or programs, visit cornerstonesofcare.org. And if you hit our services and find our education link, you'll find a link to BIST that way, too. You've been listening to Cornerstones Cares. I'm Carol Grimaldi. 